Well, uh, I got the uh, COVID booster last night, Jimmy. Yes. Um, Went there after work. And I have to say, it's not as sick as some people have said they've gotten after getting it, uh, but I am very sore all over. So if if my energy is low this episode, uh, I'm just going to be relying on you to to carry it. (laughs) Very, very sore love and thunder over there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I've not gotten the booster yet. Um, I was thinking about doing it sometime over my winter break just because... I got very sick from the last, the second dose of the vaccine. <laughs> so I'm a little bit like, I should get it. But also that sucked. So I don't, so I don't think this is, there's like any proof of this, but I think it, there's like a trend where if like you got sick by one of the other, like, va- like one of the other parts of the vaccine, then the booster might not affect you as much. That's what I've heard from some people. So it might based on completely anecdotal data yeah exactly <laughs> well and it doesn't even if like <laughs> well likewise it was supposed to be if the first two didn't affect you then the third one did but this one i didn't get affected by the other two and this one is also not aside from me being sore i'm not that bad compared to what other people have told me so purely anecdotal and doesn't even stay true with my own <laughs> my own uh, experience well, speaking of taking forms of medication, Holden, red pill, red pill versus blue pill, Matrix Ooh. Resurrections. Uh, it's the the hot topic of the week. Is this movie very bad? Is it fine? Is it good? We'll discuss that. We'll also discuss <laughs> well, the yep. other Matrix movies. Why are, this is not the intro. We've not gotten to the intro yet. Well, that that's <laughs> I'm uh, I'm uh, breaking free. Of this loop that I'm oh, in. Okay. Yep. Good save. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows, in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy. Guns. Lots of guns. Lots of guns. Uh, just John Wick in this movie. <laughs> We've got a great episode for you this week featuring our reviews of not only the season finale of Hawkeye, or series finale, whichever it is. Um, We can only hope it is the series finale. (laughs) But also uh, the original Matrix trilogy, and then we'll end it with our review of Matrix Resurrections, the new one. That one podcast first jimmy we've got to do the toms the truth that's all i can offer the toms the toms the toms the toms Tom's is a rapid-fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw's the highest, Bombadil's the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. Alrighty, Holden, we got a few trailers to talk about this week. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, let's... Uh, I'm going to just say the Batman trailer. Holden, you didn't watch okay. it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know there was going to be... We waited so long for that second trailer, and then they just randomly dropped this one, I felt like, with no anticipation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it... I wish I had not seen it. I was like, should I watch this trailer? And I'm like, oh, whatever. And then I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't know that this happens in the movie. 
so I, if you have not seen the trailer, the third one, it's called like the bat and the cat. Just do not watch it. Cause I think it might, it, I would have rather have not seen that. Yeah. I'm so, uh, I, I will stay away from that one. I'm going to give them a me. bombadil for <laughs> showing too much in my opinion. Bombadil for me too. Then, uh, let's start out with the least interesting out of these trailers, uh, death on the Nile. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie's coming out. Keep forgetting about it. It's coming out in February. Uh, obviously, sequel to Murder on the Orient Express from a few years ago. Um, and similar to that movie, this movie looks like it's just destined to be to worse Knives Out. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what do you think, Jimmy? I, you know, I like a good murder mystery. It could be fine. I'll give it a Bergeron. Yeah, I mean it. It looks okay. Uh, Kenneth Branagh is directing it. He's just directing everything. He needs to slow down. I think he has another movie coming out next year, too. Like, jeez Louise, man. But, yeah, I don't know. Looks It looks similar to the last one, uh, which, in my opinion, was fine. So, yeah, Bergeron from me. I never saw Murderer on the Orient Express, so yep. great. Um... Then we have the Uncharted, the new Uncharted trailer. But is it new? Because it kind of feels like it just uses a lot of the same footage from the first one. I, there was there were a couple points during the trailer I was like, am I watching the right one? <laughs> it kind of just felt like the first trailer again. Um, yeah, I, I, Bombadil. This movie looks <laughs> I just bad. It just looks... I just Mark Wahlberg just does not seem to be trying and tom holland just is not the right fit no i don't think well it's i just one thing i noticed with this trailer is i'm like I, I, not that i would love that casting but like mark Wahlberg would make a better nathan drake than him and then get yeah. someone else for for sully I, I don't get why they cast it the way they did whoever it was in that fan film as sully was incredible uh steven lang he's the bad guy from avatar the, so the mean old general they not, guy. They should have just gotten him. Yeah. I agree. Should, yeah. Just uh, the, him and Nathan Fillion. They should have just done that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why they didn't. Well, like, I mean, I guess they wanted a young person to do a franchise with. Yeah. No, I, I doubt this is going to become a franchise. You know, it's that, that whole thing with the helicopters carrying the ships. That's really stupid. That doesn't make any I, sense. It doesn't, but it does look kind of cool. And I like that's like the one new thing they've brought to anything. True. And it, they just spoiled it in the trailer. Yeah, it's probably like, going to be the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, it certainly is the end of the movie. Um, yeah, just Bombadil. I just this is so dis like this movie could have been good and they're just not trying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought Naughty Dog would be more careful with like they're so precious with The Last of Us, but they're like oh, uncharted who, who yep. cares just do just whatever pour you want. it it's out not, <laughs> seriously it's not like it has a potential to be just massive yeah i don't understand i don't either but uh as i texted you yesterday found out that if you upgrade to the ps5 uh remaster you get a free ticket to the movie so won't have to pay yeah. f- pay to see that yep very nice very nice um then the last trailer by far the most interesting one is the Northman, which is the new film by uh robert a robert eggers yeah. yeah robert eggers uh who has previously done the witch which i didn't like and uh the lighthouse 
which I liked, but I'll probably never watch again. Yes. Um, but he is a very talented director, no doubt, no doubt. Um, what did you think of this trailer? Um, I mean, it looks cool. It, I mean, Robert Eggers is obviously a very capable director. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is this going to be really pretentious and ambiguous? <laughs> Probably. I. It's just one of those, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like this movie. I, ho- I want to like it. Yeah. Well, and it, it gives off... I think it, it looks like it's going to be more maybe more literal than than the green knight it kind of gave off vibes of that a little bit that's what i thought too i was like is this just going to be more entertaining green knight yeah which i think it could be i mean we there's a lot of cool action in this trailer um not that i need an action movie from robert eggers but it looks like it's very it's a lot of in-camera stuff very interesting i like the bit where he he catches the spear and throws it back that was pretty cool i mean that's the one thing i mean this movie looks phenomenal Mm -hmm. yeah a couple robert eggers favorites coming back anya (laughs) taylor joy and willem dafoe (laughs) coming back for this movie um ethan hawk who Looks like he just dies at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> I'm like, <Yep>. okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm eager to see it. I think it comes out in April. I don't remember if it said in the trailer, mm-hmm. but I think I saw the release date somewhere. Um, so we'll see. I feel like this could take the take the movie loving world by storm like the other two movies did. Yeah. Uh film Twitter and all that. Film Twitter. Um, it's not yeah, A24 I mean, though. I thought I kind of just assumed it was A24, but it's not. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think no, and cool font too. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. always good. So, we'll see. I'm I'm going to go Bergeron just because I don't know. We'll see. I just don't want to I mean, The Green Knight technically well done. Mm-hmm. Bored out of my mind. <laughs> I did not enjoy that movie. I'll give it a Brokaw cuz I think it looks more entertaining than The Green Knight but like just as well shot because green knight was a very pretty movie so yes it was all right sweet yeah we have holden uh then we have um the delay of john wick chapter four it was delayed almost a whole year uh to march 24th 2023 so it's no longer coming out next year Um, all righty that's fine yeah i i think that's like it's been delayed like a total of two years at this point because I'm pretty sure it was supposed to come out like May of this year. But Did we? Was that 2019? That John Wick? I think so. 2019 mm-hmm. sounds right. I think it was pre-pandemic. Yeah. Oh, it definitely was because you and I went and saw it. It was like May or something. Yeah. I mean, that's weird. That's gonna be a four-year gap between them, but mm-hmm. honestly, it hasn't seemed like that long. No. So no probably because he's just john wick in the new matrix movie but yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah no i mean that's a bummer but everybody will rewatch the first three in preparation for the fourth one so yeah i mean i'm i'm always excited for it uh new john wick movie but now i uh as i think you mentioned to me in passing uh, next year's movies are a little iffy as to what we're anticipating, but and that's one less that I can put on my list. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's very top heavy. I think next year, and mm-hmm. then uh, hopefully we'll just get a lot of unexpected surprises. Yep. So I'll go. I'll go Bergeon with the delay. I guess I'll go Bombadil with the delay. 
Come out sooner. I don't care if the movie's not rush done. Rush it. I want to see yeah, it. I don't. I don't care. Make sure just rush it out. Yeah. We can get a day one patch. <laughs> like cats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What else do we have, Holden? Is or is just that? Is that all the news this week? No, there's there's a few more things I wrote. Okay. Down. Um. So Michael Keaton. Uh, classic Michael Keaton news. Does he know what he's doing? Is he confused again? Well, it turns out that apparently his Batman is going to be in the new Batgirl movie as well as the Flash, which leads me to question: What I I don't understand this universe because we had already said J.K. Simmons was coming back as Commissioner Gordon. So, <laughs> what's happening here? I don't really care. I mean, like, it's cool that he's back. Great. And he's like, I'll take the money. Sure. <laughs> so who cares, Holden? I It makes me more interested to see Batgirl. So, mm-hmm. and that movie's coming to theaters? No, I think it's HBO Max. Okay. Didn't they say one of those movies was going to come to theaters? Uh, thought it was Batgirl, but I thought they, like, changed their minds on one of them. Maybe. I don't know. Tentatively, I'm going to say no. It's coming to HBO Max. Quote me on that, everyone out there. Alrighty. Um, yeah, I'll give that a broca, sure. Um, but then next piece of news, Colin Farrell. More, uh, more Batman-related news. I think this is actually a piece I forgot to to mention last week. Um, but Colin Farrell is going to reprise his upcoming Penguin role in a show on HBO Max. Now, I was thinking, is this the Gotham PD show? But apparently it's like a penguin show. NCIS Gotham. (laughs) Uh, But apparently the series is going to uh, delve into the penguins' rise to power in the Gotham criminal underworld. Apparently this was leaked back in September. I don't remember seeing anything about it, but this is the first time he's been like actually attached to it. So, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I don't really care. Bergeron. I that it's like, oh, they're making a Han Solo movie. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I don't care. Well, also, like, we haven't seen the Batman yet. I mean, Colin Farrell looks fun in the trailer. He's doing a great Robert De Niro impersonation. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Do we get more of him in the new trailer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I will not watch it. I'll just wait until the movie to see more of him, I guess. Uh Brokaw. Good for Colin Farrell getting some work. Yeah, he needs it. He needs it. Um, Henry Cavill uh, on the red carpet for The Witcher has said that he's trying to get a Red Dead Redemption Two movie made uh, because he's just he just played it fairly recently and he's like throwing the idea around to people to his connections because he apparently wants to to be in this movie. What what would you think of a movie of? I've never played the game, so I'm going to go off of yours. <laughs> you cannot make it a movie. It's literally like a 60-hour story. <laughs> How are you going to condense that into two hours, Henry Cavill? You're a buffoon, um, Henry Cavill. How about no? How about it's a good video game? Let's just leave it be a video game. Yeah. Yeah, not everything needs, as we're seeing with Uncharted, not everything needs to be made into a movie or yeah. should be made into a movie. I just don't like if it's a good video game just leave it as a good video game mm-hmm. in my opinion like i we'll see with like the last of us show on hbo but i mean 
seriously, like, how are you going to, like, improve what was already made? Like, yeah, it's not like I played that. I'm like, hmm, I wish I would have seen this as a movie. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. Yeah, I weird. mean, like, you already have, like, Children of Men for the, like has some similar stuff to the, I mean, Last of Us takes a lot of inspiration from it, but obviously it's its own thing too. Like you don't need Last of Us as a show, as a show. Yeah. You need the game. I still am excited about it. Yeah. But I'm like, what you don't really need to make it though. No, just make something else. (laughs) Yeah. Henry Cavill, Um, if you want to be in a Western, just, just make a different Western. Seriously. That could be inspired by Red Dead. Why not? Yeah. Just, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah so i'll go bergeron on that i'll go uh bombadil on that you're very you're very lukewarm on everything this week jimmy i am holden That's um they call me lukewarm jimmy yep that is what we call you um <laughs> and then my last piece of news is that uh the matrix 5 is not happening uh it's not it's it's not uh so apparently four was created or otherwise known as resurrections was created with the intention of only making one movie which that seems debatable (laughs) (laughs) i don't uh it didn't seem like based on what i was reading this is one of the producers talking and this came out like last week this news came out last week i think so it didn't seem like it was a like a course correction it just I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I went into this movie assuming there was going to be more, but I didn't necessarily assume that. But once I saw how it ended, I was like, "Well, now they're going to make more of them." <laughs> yeah, with no, without spoilers. But um, I'll uh, give it a Bergeron. Yeah, I feel like if I uh, if I say either other way it'll just give away how i feel about this movie so i'm gonna I'll say bergeron yeah, as well i'll, I'll give I am, as they call me lukewarm jimmy yeah that's what i am feeling towards this news um that's all i've got though so uh, uh, i mean i just saw that john madden died famous nfl coach who the madden nfl games are named after so who exactly hold on that's <laughs> no I, I've, that's I've about heard- the I've heard of him, but I could not tell you exactly who he coached. <laughs> Very famous coach in the NFL, and he was a commentator too. And he was eighty-five, so I mean, just the name. The game is named Madden. Yeah, so that's pretty. He was. He's a. Pretty I thought. Entertaining I thought those games were named after Richard Madden, the actor. Yes. Rob Stark. Yes. Who would have been like you know like ten? Yeah. When they started making him, yes, absolutely. You were right. Okay. um anything else was there any game news i don't know i don't think so i don't think so either but it's like it it was christmas time so not a lot was happening we uh, should we just talk about hawkeye let's get it over with let's talk about hawkeye all right let our famous segment let's talk about hawkeye and let's just get it over with All right, Hawkeye episode six, the series finale, question mark, of of the Hawkeye series, one that we have been very notably lukewarm to this whole time. Um, Yeah, 
uh, had a, had a lot to do. There, there there was a lot of characters that they had to include. They had to somehow make this feel like it had any sorts of urgency. They had to uh, wrap up this plot that was convoluted for no reason. Um, did they succeed, Jimmy? Well, I mean, I think it was probably the best episode, to be fair. I agree. The, yeah. The most fun episode. I don't it, think all the character moments were earned at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, fine. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, when uh, Hawk, spoilers, obviously, but yeah, Hawkeye's like, he's like, because you're my partner, Kate. Kate, that's what we do. We're partners. I'm like, <laughs> that was completely unearned. I did not buy this relationship at all. Yeah. <laughs> it felt, it, it would constantly go between their like best buds and then Hawkeye would just be annoyed with her. And it I was, was just annoyed the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's probably the best episode. And in relation to the whole series, it's probably the best finale out of all of them. I don't think, like, I don't think quality wise, I think Loki's is still probably best, even though that's the weakest episode of that series. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It is probably the overall, just in relation to the rest of the series, the strongest finale out of all the Marvel series, I'd say. Yes, in relation to the rest of the yeah. show. <laughs> there's there's a lot of fun to be had in this episode. Uh, you got all the trick arrows. They're fun, trick arrows. Yeah. Are they practical? They're, no. They're deadly. They're, there's the one that freezes a guy's leg. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Which I was just like, Jesus Christ. There's a big cushion. Yeah. There's there's, there's like multiple that shoot, up a, shoot out a bunch of needles. Yeah, which seemed very dangerous. Yeah. Shocky ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, I There's... that's all fun stuff. And I, that was one of the highlights of the third episode for me, too. But just kind of wish we got more of that spread throughout the series instead of just at two of the high points. Yeah, you got Tony Dalton just swinging a sword around. Yeah. Like, apparently, he's a good guy. Being very dapper and, and suave. He's like, huzzah, huzzah. <laughs> That was really fun. Where was that the rest of the series? Yeah. Yeah. Tony Dalton's stuff in this episode was good, but he's still overall just so underutilized. I They just completely wasted him. Mm-hmm. I And they still, they should have had more of him in this episode. He was yeah. just kind of in the background slicing people up. Just like laughing the whole time. Like, <laughs> you got the LARPers. They just don't go away. They're yeah. just like, they now just- we're in our costumes. <laughs> so now people will listen to the, us. The most annoying like worthless characters in the show just keep showing up (laughs) but they're not remarkable enough to remember who they are right away the only i just remember like the main one his voice is very deep that's the only thing i i remember is a very deep (laughs) bassy voice it's like tony todd yeah (laughs) larping um you got kingpin kingpin's in this did he die no, no, he didn't. <laughs> they definitely didn't kill him off screen. She probably like I shot over his head. She's like, "Well, you better not do anything like this again." Yeah, I don't. He, I mean, so Kingpin in this, he also just got blown up. I thought he literally <laughs> just got blown up into chunks at first when they that first shot first happened. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that was very morbid for Disney Plus." And they just killed off Kingpin, but I was like, "Oh no, they didn't. He's alive." Yeah, somehow. there's no even way. though a. a grenade blew up in his face yeah they uh 
they like powered him up in this series like he he's more comic book kingpin strength in this i mean he's he's strong in the daredevil series too but he's like he literally rips off a car door (laughs) in this which when that happens i was just i i was laughing i don't i don't really mind that because i mean if they're going to integrate him into the mcu more i don't I mean, I guess he'd probably need some more enhanced strength and durability as to opposed to what he used to have. But his performance, it's still good. I mean, I, I think he's so underutilized in the rest of the series, though. Like, we only got him in this episode. Would have yeah, liked to see him more. You got Florence Pugh just beating the crap out of Hawkeye. Yep. And then, but, but the feelings, and she stops. <laughs> She's probably one of the best parts of the series but that i mean part of that is her character is just so likable i don't know like i always i I mean she's very shoehorned in but i thought she was an entertaining addition for the most part i bought her and kate's relationship more than i bought hawkeye and kate's yeah yeah i did too she's like you know you really need to quit being in my way i like like you are likable like i've found what Mm -hmm. i like about you but you are being a pest right now and that that works a lot better for them than it does from her and hawkeye in my opinion it's the same dynamic just like i just bought their chemistry more Mm -hmm. yeah also get a team up of them in the future again at the end Hawkeye's just like, you know what? I'm just going to bring Kate, this young college-age single woman who I've been romping around New York with at the last week. I'm just going to bring her home for Christmas, and my wife is going to be totally fine with that. And she's actually going to say, hey, honey, welcome. And, oh, so nice to meet you, Kate. I'm going to hug you and not ask any questions about why you've been romping around with my husband in New York for the past week. I don't know. I mean, I, I get that, but at the same time, I'm like... If Hawkeye, you know, and Kate were having a thing, I don't think Hawkeye would be bold enough to bring her to Christmas. <laughs> but see, like, but who, like, I was just saying, like, who in real life would be like, oh yeah, just, oh. I don't know. I'm, I just, I don't know. Her mom got arrested, so it, yeah, true. But um, yeah, I'm just saying, I think more questions would be asked. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm um, just saying they ha- they feel very secure in their relationship. So that's that's good for them, I, I suppose. Um, Kate's mom, uh, Vera Farminga, very, I don't know. It's I feel like she was underutilized too. Like you have this great actress and she's just kind of in the episodes for like at most five minutes each. And then she's arrested in this. I don't know. I mean, I guess she, she could come back. Probably is this what a hero is? Someone who arrests their mo- their mom on Christmas? Hmm? And I want Kate Bishop to be like, actually, mom, it's Christmas Eve. Look at a calendar. Wait, what? Uh, I said, oh, she's wait. like, is this what? You, a- were, you were stuttering for me, Jimmy. Oh, Holden. <laughs> I was not stuttering for the listener. I was saying, she's like, is this what a hero is? is? Someone who arrests their mom on Christmas. But it was actually oh, Christmas yeah, Eve, yeah. so I said Kate Bishop should say, "A oh, mom, it's Christmas Eve." Actually, go to jail. <laughs> you need to Got go him. to calen- calendar jail. <laughs> <laughs> Put her next to Calendar Man. She might learn a thing or two. And then they said, "Actually, that's in the DC universe." So we will yeah, they say that. that property. They say that in the script. That's what that'd happens. be pretty yes. good. Um. Uh. Psh- echo uh 
I don't know. She kind of just very quickly turned around and started disliking the kingpin. Yeah, it, it, and it was also like, her her very understanding best friend just turned out to be a total jerk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of a sudden, and then she just kills him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, once again, I think her character has a lot of potential, and I think the performance is strong. So we'll see if if the the spinoff series is is better, but I don't know. It's I think underutilized is is the key the key word for this this whole series. <laughs> there's just too much going on. Well, there's too many characters with not enough going on for all of them to spend a lot of time in the show, and also the show's only six episodes. So yes. I I don't know. Very dumb. Very dumb. Um, if Tony Dalton's a, just a good person, why was that? Why was he at this black market auction? Yeah. <laughs> Rich people, am I right? I guess. I don't know. I, yeah. I, um. Jock Duquesne. Yeah. I, um, I want him to come back. Yeah, he'll probably come back. I he feel needs like to be that. an Avenger. <laughs> I want to be an, a bow and arrow guy as an adventure. We can have a, just a sword guy as an adventure. Yeah, I want him to come back, and he's just he has this very silly comic outfit. Have you seen his comic outfit? Mm-mm. Okay, it's like perp. It's purple, and he has like a weird mask on. It's a very silly costume, but nice. Um, Hawkeye and Kate got costumes. Okay great they were on like it was on like the poster so we'd it's not like it was a cool reveal <laughs> we'd been seeing it every time we click on click on hawkeye um i don't know what else jimmy it was it, i was just saying it, it yeah it was fine it was the most fun of the episodes i would say you got the the dinner party there's sniping mm-hmm. he's just shooting into a crowd of people Mm-hmm. Um, the whole Yelena Kate Bishop fight was a good time. Very fun. Hawkeye gets stuck in a tree, and there's an owl, and the owl takes the little mini <laughs> bro. The what are they called? The bro, ask a bro movers or whatever it's called. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's what it's called. Is it? It's like something like that. It's something with bro in the title. Oh, okay. I don't remember that, but I believe you. Um, yeah, the whole bit with Hawkeye and the the tree was weird. It's I don't. <laughs> he just fell into the tree, and then he's just sitting there. It doesn't even look like he's stuck. <laughs> he's just kind of hanging out. It was a big week for the the big Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center in Marvel movies. Yeah, it was. It was very, yeah, very big week for that. So I, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. Seven point five out of ten. Yeah, that's probably accurate. I think I'll give that one uh, seven point five as well. Thank God it's over. <laughs> now we we've got, got Boba Fett. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Jeez. Tomorrow, <laughs> that snuck up on me. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. Can't wait for him to crawl out of the Sarlacc pit and be put in a Bacta tank. Am I right? Yeah. Exciting. Can't wait for that to happen in the first episode. <laughs> it's going to happen. Lock it in. All right. All right. 
We'll bet some money on it. We'll bet some money on it, but we're not going to tell you, the listeners, what. They're just going to have to trust us. I'm going to put some. I'm going to put five UN on that. All right. We. I'm saying. What? what, So what's the bet here? A back to tank. I'm saying back to tank and Sarlacc pit going to be in there. If if only one of those is in it, you win. Uh, yeah. I'm only going to go with one of them. Actually, wait. No, I'm going to go none of them. I'm gonna none go, of them. I'm gonna go bold and say none of them. So you're you're saying that if either a Sarlacc pit or a back to tank shows up in the first episode, no, it no. If those two, if he crawls out of a Sarlacc pit, or if he is in a back to back to tank, if neither of those two things happens, okay. So Boba Fett has to be in both. Yeah, yeah. Or crawling out of either. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you're saying zero. So if only one, of, if one of those ha- things happen, I win the five UN. Well, wait. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't I'm know. My brain are, hurts I'm and I'm tired. Are, I don't. I, I'm not thinking happen. about this very clearly. Doesn't matter what you're betting, holding, because both of them are gonna happen. Okay, fine. Sweet. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah, let's talk about all the Matrix movies, right? Yeah, let's start. Well, we'll start with the trilogy. Yeah, the trilogy. Matrix trilogy spoiler discussion, I guess. Yeah, spo- spoilers. All right, yes. All right, and um, maybe we'll give our like rankings of the movies and then we'll dive into spoilers. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's do that. Okay, the original Matrix trilogy. Um, we are going to discuss them. I think we can give our rankings before we get into spo- our spoiler discussions. I'd kind of like, I mean, if we cross over a bit, that's fine. But if we kind of go one by one a little bit, we don't need to go too deep or anything. But I think that might just be easier. But we can give our rankings first. I'm going to say, I mean, not including four. Mm-hmm. Um, for the original trilogy, I would say worst to first, I'm going to say three, one, two. Two is my I, favorite. I am Kinda also saying horse. that. I am also saying that, which I <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I think that's a really uh, controversial opinion yes, that we like that we two the have. most. <laughs> I just think it's really good. I don't understand. I, I think three is pretty good, too. Three is kind of like roland emmerich just directed the third one for some reason yeah 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 <laughs> it's just a different movie but i still like it I, I don't i just don't understand why people hate these movies so much well let's let's start with our thoughts on on the first matrix movie um so i had seen this once before was not super imp- i mean like i i appreciated it for what it was but was not super into it and i I think maybe I liked it a little more this time, but I'm still like not in love with this movie. I liked it a little bit less the second time. Um, I think that's just because of the novelty of all the sci-fi the first mm-hmm. time going around in the world and how things operated and why things were the way they were and what the heck the Matrix actually was. Sure. Which I didn't know before watching the first one. I just thought it was some, you know, something about computers. <laughs> <laughs> And I uh, didn't realize there was so much more to it. Um, so I, I really liked it. I still do like the first one a lot. I just think re-watching it, the, 
the leading up to Neo leaving the Matrix is just not as intriguing. Yeah. Upon a rewatch, it's just as slower. Well, I um, I don't remember yeah. if I had told you, but I felt like the first movie, it like it has almost no second act in my opinion. Or like if it does, it's very small. It's very lopsided. The first act is very long, and I felt like it kind of after you set up the world and there's all of this world building like the, the up until the last 40 minutes that's like all this movie is and then the f- last 40 minutes it's like oh we have to go rescue morpheus or whatever <laughs> like it's there's it doesn't feel like there's a ton of just like i don't know being out of the matrix and you know doing stuff yeah, I mean the the whole ending is just bombastic with the the guns and mm-hmm. the, just the debris everywhere. Yeah, and the bullet time and all that. It's cool, mm-hmm. and Neo being the one, but it takes a long time to get there. Yeah. Um, whereas two, I think two just everything is just ramped up a notch. I think. The action is better, even though it just goes to CGI town a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially with Agent Smith, just hundreds of Agent Smiths <laughs> coming at Neo, and just it's just a video game well, at that point. The I mean that one does benefit from it doesn't have to set up this world, and so you're able to tell more of a story in it. And sure, there's elements they introduce, but they don't have to dwell on it as much. Um, well, and, I think they do actually just as much world building in the second one, but it's just interesting because they show you Zion and that's true. Everybody yeah, there I, and this maybe whole... it's just like integrated better in my opinion because it's not just like more than half of a movie. It's like oh, here's some stuff happening, here's some plot advancement, here's some world building. Kind of goes back and forth a little bit throughout. It's a lot more balanced, and you got the whole like tension of trinity and neo and it fleshes out their relationship in a way that the first one doesn't really i don't think their relationship works that well in the first movie i don't think it works well at all (laughs) in any movies i'm gonna be honest and we'll get that leads into a big complaint i have with the fourth one but i just well the first one especially it's just kind of like thrown in at the end like sure they spent a lot of time together but then it's like trinity's like oh i i love you neo or whatever and i'm like that's weird but i feel like these two actors just have no chemistry at all is i seriously keanu reeves and carrie ann moss yeah keanu reeves and carrie ann moss and i think both are like good actors or whatever but just together i do not buy them I, i've never bought them as a couple <laughs> I, I this i like keanu reeves as a person I yeah. do not think Keanu Reeves is a good actor. <laughs> I think he's a his acting is pretty poor in all, all of these movies, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I I kind of agree. Keanu, like, very happy for him and the success he's had. He seems like a genuinely good person. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that this is all gone for him. I do not think he's a good actor. Sorry, Keanu. Um, yeah, I I I bought their relationship more in two and three. Um. And I think this, the themes are actually equally, if not more interesting to me in Matrix Reloaded than than just the original one. So, like, 
and it's got like the car chase. Mm-hmm. You've got the scene with just all the Agent Smiths going after Neo. I I love that scene because <laughs> I that Agent Smith scene. Yeah, there's a lot of CG because obviously you can't just have a million Hugo Weavings, you know, run after <laughs> run after Keanu Reeves. But like, there's a ton of in camera like like fight choreography from Keanu Reeves. And like just a bunch of the moves he pulls are really cool. And sure, sometimes he's he is also reduced to CG, but a lot of that felt like he was actually doing it, even if he was just kicking air. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. But I think there's just so much. To, I don't understand why people don't like the second one. I just don't. I I think it's really good. The one like the one thing people do like about the second one is the one thing I don't like, which is the Mervangelion. I hate him as a character i think he's annoying <laughs> is he the, just, he's like the gangster guy he's the rich snobby guy yeah yeah i just i think he's the worst part of the second movie i think he's the worst part of the third movie too um, i think like i think like the performance is is fine like i think the actor is kind of chewing the scenery a bit i don't mind that mm-hmm. but i i don't think i disliked it necessarily but it's just it I guess he didn't stand out to me. And then when he came back in the third movie, I was like, why? I just didn't understand. But <laughs> and boy, does he just keep coming back. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I, people love the Mervangelion. I'm like, I thought it was like, why, why are we spending so much time with this guy? Especially yeah. in the third one. I was like, which we can kind of segue into the, the third one. I think it's a solid movie after the first like 30 minutes. I like the whole thing with like the train and they need to get something. I don't know. The third one for me, train man. I think the third one for me, my biggest gripe is that it focuses too much on characters. I don't care about like it's, there's a ton of time spent in like Zion with all of these side characters who I, I like Niobe enough. Like, but aside from her, I don't, I don't care about too many of the characters outside of like our main trio and agent Smith. Like, I think those four are great. Niobe's good and everyone else ever, any time spent with the other characters. I'm just like, okay, let's get back to the other ones. Yeah. Sorry about that. Ladies and gentlemen, had some weird, audio difficulties but as i was saying more on jimmy's end yeah on my end this time (laughs) don't know why that happened uh morpheus he is doing all the let let, let me just make sure this is the right microphone yeah we're good (laughs) i just want to make sure i'm not recording bad audio through my my uh headphones or something um yeah morpheus he's so this weird like cult religious guy that just is a pain in the butt and all these other people who are trying to win an actual war and he's just like <laughs> no we have to follow the one and yeah like, no all right morpheus i'm gonna get actual soldiers and try I to found that, save the like, human race i found that interesting even from the first movie that's not an aspect i had forgotten since last time i watched it like because morpheus in pop culture kind of along with most of the matrix characters are just these like cool he's like kind of a cool just all-knowing guy uh that's kind of what i at least i thought before going into the matrix that's what he was but he's kind of yeah he's kind of (laughs) crazy he he believes in the one like so much and to a fault yeah to a fault and the only reason why 
he's like able to do what he does is because people like Trinity like have so much trust in him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it is it's an interesting angle for that character, and I I quite like it. Yeah, I mean, the third one, the whole machines come, and I thought it was interesting how like Neo goes to the machines and kind of sacrifices himself, and they have to work mm-hmm. together to get rid of Agent Smith, who kind of becomes their common foe. Yeah. Um, I. Yeah. So I did mention earlier. I I mean Hugo Weaving's performance as Agent Smith is really fun, and I I really like it. I can see why he's he is one of the most famous you know movie villains out there. But he's he's like weird. He's really awkwardly implemented into two and three. Like I feel like for the majority of the plot of both of those movies, they're so focused on like Zion and the machines coming, and then they occasionally cut to like Agent Smith and he's assimilating someone, or like Agent Smith just shows up and fights. It just it like it's kind of awkward. Yeah, until, but like, I mean it it does work because he has like gone rogue, so he is kind of like Neo in a way of like he's trying to escape this prison that he's in, mm-hmm. and but Neo's trying to do it just for the betterment of everyone, and he just wants to destroy everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I do mean, like I, the, how they're foils, and I think it works that way. I I just like how these are clearly two movies that were thought of at the same time. Mm-hmm. They filmed them simultaneously. They came out six months apart, I think. Yeah, same year. And I just like how you can see it was like one big vision. I mean, two and three are basically part one and two of a finale. Mm-hmm. And I think it works really well. Um, and I just, again, I don't understand why people dislike these movies so much <laughs> like entertainment yeah, I, weekly had like matrix reloaded as one of the worst sequels of all time i'm like i think it's arguably better than the first one <laughs> yeah not to say like the first one isn't good but i just i don't to me i don't understand why people like love the first movie and don't at least like the second one like i, I guess maybe i don't know what they like about that first one that the second one is lacking yeah i don't know i don't i don't know if i have that much more to say about the the original trilogy holden it could well and i mean another explanation is that the first one was such a big hit like when it came out oh it It was was so revolutionary it was so big and then like people were waiting four years for a sequel and it wasn't what they wanted i feel like if people revisited these movies they would not hate them as much as they maybe initially did well it would be like if they made star wars like in 1977 and they're like you know what i really don't like empire strikes back and return of the <laughs> jedi i'm like well, these are, these are really good too like they're not perfect the, the no. third one's the worst I, but i'm still yeah i i wouldn't consider myself a huge fan of this series like i i acknowledge they're good but you know if they don't make a fifth one i'm okay <laughs> I like them. I, I definitely like them more than Holden does. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why my microphone levels are just going all over the place. I don't know what's going on, folks. Sorry if my microphone have a fun time editing deep. this one. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going <laughs> to... Uh, it'll make it passable. And then... Uh, sorry if it's not unpleasant for a couple moments while you're listening. Um, yeah. Anything else to say, Holden? <sighs> No, not really. Uh, did you play the Unreal Engine demo? I did. Yeah, yeah. It was it was cool. It was 
really short. <laughs> yeah, it was very short. Um, some of it was like video and some of it was CGI. And I was like, where, what is what? Which I guess is the point. Yeah, I think that was the point. Although I feel like, okay, so I saw screenshots online and maybe just seeing the smaller screenshots was like it looked better because when it was like I still felt it was kind of uncanny valley when it was yeah the CG um but I mean it is still very impressive it is like the some of like maybe the best facial animations we've had yet so I mean I don't I, we're still just not quite there we haven't quite crossed the uncanny valley yet in my opinion yeah. the city looked good mm-hmm. <laughs> And the explosions were cool and all yeah. that. <laughs> Lots of explosions. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, that was interesting. Um, Yeah. Uh, we can go on to our review of Matrix Resurrections, though. All right. Let's talk about Matrix Resurrections. All right, so Matrix Resurrections, the uh, the fourth film in the Matrix franchise, unless you count the Animatrix, which I guess is like a series of short films, I think. But um, this is uh, directed by one of the Wachowskis. Is it Lana? I think this one's Lana Wachowski. Okay, so uh, Lily didn't come back, but it's Lana Wachowski uh, came back to make this. Um, we, I saw it on HBO max. I was going to go to the theater, but then when I didn't go opening night, I realized I didn't have any time to go to the theater. (laughs) So I was like, well, I guess I'll just watch it on HBO max. Um, is that where you watched it? Yes. I also watched it on HBO max. Yeah. Um, but I think this movie's kind of bad. I think it has elements that are very insufferably bad. And then the, I, a lot of people liked the movie more at the beginning and thought it got worse as it went on. I was the exact, the exact opposite. I hated the first 35, 40 minutes of this movie, and I thought it got better from there, and it ultimately was fine. And I clearly like, the worst of the four. <laughs> I feel like, for me... I I don't know if I which part I liked the most between the two. I think I just disliked both for different reasons, honestly. Um but yeah, uh so most people return for this movie, Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, not Lawrence Fishburne, not Hugo Weaving. So I guess only two of them, <laughs> those two. Uh Niobe, uh Jada Plinkett Smith comes back wearing yes. old age makeup. Um, but beyond, yeah, I don't know. This movie, it, it never justified to me why it existed. And it was like overly cynical about it, but it was all like, it was really preachy about its cynicism and it got really like, at first it was cute, but then it got annoying (laughs) and I don't, I just, I don't understand this movie felt like it didn't seem like the stakes were that high and part of that is the fact that i don't buy the relationship between neo and trinity and so when that's like the crux of the film i just i just don't get it <laughs> yeah and we're not gonna dive into spoilers here, yeah but yeah yeah i just think there's a lot of just low-hanging fruit like 
just anger, I guess. I don't know. I. It seems like the whole point of the movie is this movie should not be made. So I'm just going to make this movie in to spite Warner Brothers, I guess. Which, <laughs> which I like, don't. I don't understand then why like Warner Bros was so behind the project. Like I guess they were wanting to make a fourth one, so maybe like Lana Wachowski is just like, well, if they're gonna make it, I might as well be a part of it, and then just <laughs> like make fun of them. But I I don't know if I was. I mean, not that I like studio interference, but I don't understand why Warner Bros let that like slide. Maybe Warner Bros. I mean, Warner Bros. has been kind of, I mean, Christopher Nolan before they quote unquote screwed him over with Tenet. He's like, they give you so much freedom and they're the best studio in the world. And now they are terrible since they don't show my movie in theaters during the (laughs) global pandemic. Um, So maybe Warner Bros. was like, oh, this is part of our brand is that we let the directors have the freedom to do what they want, even if it is very anti Warner Brothers. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I guess kudos for that, but it got a it got a bit much. Like at first, I was, was like, okay. at first it was like, okay, they're making a fourth game. They're game developers. They're making a fourth hold game. It. You are just gonna dive into all the spoilers. We can. We need to not say anything, sir. Well, it's not really. Wait I till no. It's like wait, the beginning of the movie. <laughs> so wait until spoilers, son. Fine. Jeez. Okay. okay. Non-spoiler talk. For those of you listening, that's like the beginning of the movie. It is not a spoiler, but Jimmy is being extra careful. So we did not know that going into the movie. I don't know. It was not in any of the trailers. Nothing. So get mad at Holden. Get mad at Holden. I would consider that a spoiler. I would also consider Niobe being in it a spoiler. But you know what? Who cares? Holden's just going to spoil everything. I think she was in one of the trailers, so I'm not going to not gonna say that's a spoiler <laughs> pretty sure i knew that going in that she was in it this i, I don't know this I, here's my review of this movie i watched this movie and literally forgot everything that happened 24 hours later there's my review of this movie <laughs> I, I watched could it could not remember what happened in this movie i watched it in chunks um and in between chunks i would just forget what happened before <laughs> so i the only reason i watched it in chunks was um the first i watched it christmas was it i can't remember if i was watching it the 23rd or 24th but i was watching it late later at night and it, i was so bored by it that i had to go to bed i was like an hour in i had to go to bed then i got up watched another 30 minutes and then had to do something and then i finished it later on that day and yeah, I just I did not remember much of what happened in this movie at either. I don't I don't understand. One thing we can talk about, Morpheus is in this movie. Why? Who knows? No reason. They're just I mean, there kind of is a reason, but it's it's very bad and it's not even like Morpheus Morpheus. It's just it, it doesn't I did not understand like what he was. Once again, I I guess I won't I won't spoil anything, but like it, it was his like character was just weird. I don't know, and it seemed totally unnecessary. He basically disappears like halfway through the movie too. I will say like a big chunk of the 
the first half of this movie is is neo in the matrix or is he not in the matrix or whatever and it's like well he's just clearly in a in the matrix <laughs> yeah because so i mean it's waiting for him to escape the matrix i mean it's like there's no way like neo i don't know how old he was in the original films but even so there's no way that the humans would reconstruct the world in his lifetime to look like that <laughs> Well, I mean, so, unless they're convincing us that all these ga- all these like events that happened in the original trilogy actually didn't happen and were created by this guy. Oh, I I guess. But like, yeah, if they did that, that's almost that's even worse, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, unless you unless you're like hoping for the worst outcome of this series, like, there's no way you would think it isn't the Matrix. And don't quote me on this, but I, I could have sworn I heard that Lana Wachowski was even like, this is not an actual continuation of the series. It's just like a love letter to the series. Oh, okay. That wouldn't Which, surprise me. Yeah. I mean, well, just like. The Wachowskis were like steadfast in not making any more, like after the third one, because they thought it was like a great conclusion. And so, and they, uh, they went on and did a bunch of other stuff and didn't want to make a new one. So that would not surprise me if that's how she felt yeah um i they also the other big problem i had with this movie is i lo- i thought of what i how i would have made a matrix war and i was like well i think this is infinitely better than the thing they just <laughs> made so and i can talk about that in spoilers of kind of what my thoughts were and what i would what i think would be interesting and intriguing and mm-hmm. better sci-fi in my opinion there are a couple, there are some ideas that are interesting in this movie, I think, um, which we can talk about in spoilers. Like, I think there is some decent sci-fi in here. It's just all the meta, quote-unquote, like, digs or humor, maybe, is just I, such low-hanging fruit and intolerable. It gets so, especially in the first half, it just gets to be too much. Like, I think if they had toned it down some, I wouldn't have minded it, like... I mean, the Matrix has the the potential, and in some ways, the, like the original trilogy is meta to some extent. But it's just like it's way too obvious and way too much in this one. There's literally a character called Bugs, refers to herself as Bugs Bunny, and then says, "What's up, Doc?" <laughs> she's probably one of my favorite parts. Like, yeah, I think she's she, pretty good. Yeah, she's a good addition. Jessica Henwick, um, who is also the best part of the Iron Fist series. And is in The Last Jedi? Okay. I think. I'm trying to remember. I think she's the pilot who, like, dies at the beginning of the movie, like, with the bombs. I can't remember, though. Sure. Um, but, yeah, she's very good in this. Um, yeah. No, she's just good. I'm just saying. There's a character called Bugs Bunny who, who yeah. says, what's up, Doc? <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of cringy. It is a blink and a miss, and you miss it moment did you catch that she said what's up doc i don't think i saw i i heard her say what's up doc but i'm just gonna trust that she did because it sounds like something that would it was very like it was like i had i had i not had subtitles on watching this movie i would not have got it um but yes any do we let i want to just dive into spoilers yeah spoiler spoiler time i think this movie the action is not as good as the other ones i do like i think the third act was my favorite part even though a lot of people just don't like it i don't know i think it's fine 
I think I parts think... of it are bad. I think it's confusing. And the sci-fi is the least interesting of the four. The action's the worst of the four. The, the overall action... plot is the least interesting of the four. So Yeah. But I don't think it's a necessarily awful movie. So I'm probably going to go 5.5. Um, yeah. I think I'm just going to give it a solid 5. I think I'm being a bit generous in regards to my feelings for that. But yeah, I'll just go 5. All right. Let's talk about spoilers, Holden. All right. So spoilers for the Matrix Resurrections. If you um, uh, don't know how this uh, works around here, time codes are in the description. So if you don't yeah. want this movie spoiled for you for some reason, um, you can look at the time codes in the description. Jump to the what are you doing segment of the show. But uh, yeah. hold on, let's dive into spoilers. All right. So the action in this... Um, very for forgettable me, yeah forgettable for me it, i mean it peaked with the fight between neo and and smith i thought that i mean that was it kind of felt classic it had some of the uh, like musical themes um from the original trilogy and like some great choreography it felt like a throwback to some of the old neo versus smith fights from the original trilogy i thought that was the best fight and then the last like my issue with the ending is that Neo's it just resorts to Neo using like force push. That's like all he does. <laughs> like the entire the entire climax of the movie is him like riding around on a bike or running around and just using a vague force push power. I'm like this is not interesting at all to me. I thought it was just the stakes were weird. I didn't I didn't like the Matrix parts of these this movie as much. Like I mm-hmm. thought the mo- better parts were when they were outside of the Matrix, which I would say is the opposite in the all the other movies. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd like agree. when they're in the Matrix, that is when I find it the least interesting. Like, um, what was I gonna say now? I just think like the agents weren't intimidating and then like everybody's an agent or like they're all well yeah the the agents had like no presence and even like i didn't understand smith in this movie either he's just kind of he's just kind of there <laughs> like yeah like i think it, jonathan groff you know he's he's fine he's not just doing a hugo weaving impression and he's he is a good actor but i just i did not understand his role it was mr anderson yeah I don't know. Yeah, it's the big threat is Neil Patrick Harris as this essentially rogue program. No, he's and the new architect. Yeah, he's like the. I think his name is the analyst or whatever. But I don't know. It like it, he's like a, he is essentially just a rogue program because like the other most of the other machines like don't aren't like working f- with him. It's just I think he's like, just controversial because he's like, hey, instead of going like our, the real key source to all the power is Trinity and Neo and keeping mm-hmm. them just far away from just far enough away from each other, just out of reach. But, so they try to generate all this power to get close to each other, which I think is an interesting 
concept. Yeah. And unlike you, I do like the Trinity Neo relationship. And honestly, I thought the whole like Operation Save Trinity part outside of the Matrix was the best part of the movie for me when they like going into the hive and they're talking about the plan and it's like a montage with mm-hmm. the plan going while they're talking about it good good one of those um <laughs> well yeah i mean i i think like seeing the machines work with the humans that's cool yeah i was gonna say like that was the thing i liked was like the machines have gone broken into factions and there's inner machine warfare intra machine warfare and but- <laughs> there was the machines allying with the humans and the new city io and niobe's like morpheus was a lunatic he couldn't get past neo being the one to a fault and now i have picked up all the pieces but now i'm kind of jaded and i am kind of against progress now and i thought she was a very compelling character yeah yeah i agree i uh i just for me i wish the stakes felt higher i think maybe if they had spent more time with like establishing this analyst maybe outside of the matrix or whatever and like show its effect on the real world more because it just felt like it was this program who had like like (laughs) basically reprogrammed some bots to work for him and then now he's just you know working he's just (laughs) he's captured these two people it, it just it felt like such a step down from the third movie where there were such high stakes um i did like the idea of like oh like the therapy being like a, a mm-hmm. kind of a backup for the the machines to like convince neo that he is crazy yeah <laughs> and that he does need to just stay in the matrix and that's the reality and i thought that was a unique concept um but so like I said there are some interesting ideas in here but there's just things I don't understand or just don't like like Morpheus coming back just seemed so unnecessary I get that he's like this they call it like the modal thing and he like Neo kind of like programmed him into kind of like almost subconsciously to see if this was real and Mm -hmm. that's how the whole like he broke out and Morpheus's thing is he's got to save Neo and or get Neo out of the matrix and fine okay I just didn't like the agents didn't seem nearly as interesting or as identifiable Smith didn't seem as interesting or it just lacked and it lacked Hugo weaving the the lack of like I, I was confused at how they got out of the matrix anymore like Mm-hmm. in the original truly it's very clear you got to find a telephone answer the call answer the phone and you're out this one was just like what was any time th- i guess what was the thing uh when they're rescuing trinity or like bugs like takes over trinity's body or whatever i did not understand what was happening there i can't remember it was like bugs like went into the matrix but she was like controlling trinity I was like, I don't know what I, it, that did not make any sense. And then, then that led to the scene from the trailer where Trinity's like screaming and there's like all the faces around her. I'm like, what, what is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that was established, like something that I missed, but it just, I, I don't know. So, yeah. So this movie is all about saving Trinity and reuniting. Also, I had forgotten that 
Neo had been blinded at the end of the third one. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they had to reconstruct his eyes and all that. So here's my kind of idea for The Matrix 4 is okay. you start off with, and this is like vague, like this could be tweaked easily, but like Neo is rescued and Trin- they rescue Trinity too and she's somehow still alive and they come back to like Zion or whatever and they have to put up a last defense against the machines and they or they find out they're victorious and they they start set up setting up this more you know utopian human world mm-hmm. um but a third of the way through the movie you find out that this new world that they've created and neo being with trinity is actually the new matrix that the machines have made and the real Twist. world is in is in danger um, and they need Neo to like come back and help them and all that. But the problem is in the real world, Trinity's dead and everything sucks. <laughs> so Neo has to come to grips with like, do I go and save like the quote unquote real world or and, and sacrifice my this like the person I love? And is it real if she's not if I if this is a simulation and all that and. And then him having to gr- come to grips with, is this actually a simulation or is it not? And it's much less clear. Or I'm, oh, I missed a step. I was going to have it like he's in this utopia and all of a sudden he's like sitting down and he, kind of a la the first movie, it's like Neo, you know, whatever comes up on his screen. And that stuff starts happening and you kind of repeat some of those elements from the first movie, but outside, like in the world of Zion, not in the world of you know 1990s usa city Mm -hmm. um so it's way more ambiguous is he actually in a matrix or is this all in his head and i think that would be more interesting personally yeah that does sound cooler it's a better interesting it's a better way of dealing with grief than a wonder woman 1984 so and that way you still get to explore the neo trinity relationship you get to explore this idea of like you know why like who defines reality like why should neo be subject to actual quote-unquote reality if he can just make his own mm-hmm. and if the world sucks so much maybe the machines can all offer a better reality for all the humans where they can live together in like this utopian matrix while their bodies provide power to the machines to make a machine utopia and isn't that the best for all of them and just like weird questions like that that don't have a very clear answer um i think wachowski if you're here if you're hearing we'll uh we'll redo it i just think and then that way you can pull in those elements from the first one too because you want to like it's 20 years later you'll want to bring back some of those you know member berries from the first one and you can do that at the end of the first act with the you know this computer screen in zion and then it can actually be you know is he going crazy or is he in the matrix and it's way less clear because it's the situation where we left off and then it kind of makes sense of oh how did it trinity trinity survive that doesn't seem like things just seem off like that doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like it would really have happened and and all that thing all that happens or things seem just too good and all those kind of unnerving things and I don't know how it ends maybe Neo does go and save the day and sacrifice it, his relationship with Trinity for the greater good of the real humankind or maybe the humans and the machines try to decide to 
come together and the machines make a better life for the humans within a simulated reality while the humans are able to power, power, give the power and the energy for machines to build a more utopia, a better utopia for themselves. That's my, uh, I just thought that would be more interesting than, hey, John Wick made a video game. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, let I me agree. know. I, I, I think that, that cool. I was just like, I had that idea and I was like, I just think that was better than the movie we got. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Lana Machowski, uh, hit me up warner brothers hit me up well we'll we'll uh we'll reboot that sucker we'll just pretend matrix 4 didn't happen yeah there we go um what else is there to say about this movie jimmy they set it up for sequels (laughs) yeah they yeah they kind of did i i don't know it was a weird ending it's just like happened pretty fast <laughs> it did i don't i don't off. even remember how it was set up for the sequels Is, who's the main villain now smith again <sighs> well smith like comes in at the climax and like helps neo and then he's like now that our temporary alliance has ended i i'm gonna go off and do some devious stuff i don't i don't know if he he doesn't actually say that but i don't remember what he says yeah and then he just kind of goes into the shadows and then we don't see him again and then they uh they confront the analyst and they're like hey stop doing that <laughs> and then they Patrick fly Harris. off this is how i met your mother <laughs> i i think in my head this movie does not exist and the Matrix yeah i'm going to forget about this so easily and it's disappointing because both you and i liked the trailer like the initial trailer for this great even trailer before- music and that the trailer music the white rabbit song we love yeah. white rabbit uh comes <laughs> up in the the movie again great yeah, song it it's a it's a banger of a song so. it is a banger um yeah oh then anything else to add about matrix revolution Re- revelate resurrections uh, <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Matrix Reservoir. See, I'm scared to start stop talking about it because I'm going to immediately forget about it once we're done, Shimmy. I don't yeah. want it to leave. That's what the machines want you to do. Uh, anyway, Holden, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, Jimmy, uh, this week, um, I actually last night just watched Don't Look Up. I was going to say we should review that for next week, but... Okay. I won't... Well, we can. I don't mind. I, I'll hold okay. off on saying what I think. Um, I did just watch it. Um, uh, Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. So, I, I rewatched Die Hard. The best Very Christmas good. movie. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Um, and uh, a Christmas story, very which good. I really I have like. not. I have not seen that in so long, so it's, I need to rewatch it. Yeah, I wonder what you would think. I mean, a lot of it for me is nostalgia because it is like my dad's favorite Christmas movie, and so he we always watched it so much as a kid. And I mean, I enjoy it. It's got some iconic moments in it. He'll shoot your eye out, kid. Yep. Um. I re so I I rewatched Spider Man again. So I've seen it three times now. <laughs> three times, yeah. 
Because last time I, because uh, remember I had seen it twice uh-huh. before the last episode, um, but I've now seen it three times. How is it the third time? I'm uh, still very good. Really like it. I saw it a second time as well. And oh, nice. I thought it was better the second time. Nice. It, it hit me emotion. I cried. So yeah, <laughs> I was crying. What a wuss. Why didn't you yeah. cry when I when I went with you? I don't know. I just uh, it hit me more emotionally, and I thought it was more focused. And Sandman at the end made more sense. Um, in terms of how yeah. it all worked out. Yeah, I thought I I had to. It took me to the third time before I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I maybe we were just assuming stuff about Sandman that wasn't exactly true. It was a little confusing, like after first watch, but I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I catch through the dialogue what's gonna happen here and Mm -hmm. aunt may's whole like arc in that movie or her impact on the story i think is a lot more evident upon a rewatch and i just thought it was very good emily thought it was like the greatest movie she had ever seen (laughs) (laughs) um she said 10 out of 10 that's the best superhero movie i've ever seen that's the best movie i've seen in a long time so it is it's awesome i really liked it i'm like this is a just a very good movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if my score has gone up since last week, but it definitely hasn't gone down. I still really enjoy it. It has certainly cemented itself as one of the best Spider-Man movies and one of the best MCU movies, in my opinion. It's oh, got to yeah. be up there for me. Yeah, same here. Um, What other movies? It also, I, I believe, has the highest Rotten Tomatoes uh, audience score. Like oh, that doesn't surprise me. 99% or something um oh yeah okay uh i watched krampus um from a few years ago horror movie christmas horror movie how was that uh it was good solid Uh, it's not scary but (laughs) it's kind of it's it's just kind of a unique feeling movie because you don't get a ton of like solid christmas horror movies there's a lot of like bad ones that you can find for cheap but this one's actually pretty solid same director as uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. So that's a good recommendation for you, Jimmy. Great. Um, watched Muppet Christmas Carol. I had never seen that before. With Michael Caine. Yeah. I So I, had, I didn't realize before watching it, but apparently Michael Caine, when he signed on to do the movie, he said he was going to do it like a Shakespearean actor and just pretend like there were no Muppets in the movie. <laughs> so it's really funny because he's like, he's like so serious and he's just doing this like really solid, like theatrical performance of Scrooge. And there's all these like Muppet hijinks around him. <laughs> it's a pretty entertaining movie. I can see why people say it's one of the better muppet movies um but in the, the M- aside- in the in the mcu the muppet cinematic universe yeah <laughs> um then i tv i oh i've been watching euphoria hbo How's that i really like it i i'm it started out and i was so uncomfortable with it um and I, I was telling um, my like my parents this. It's like simultaneously the least relatable high school thing I've ever watched, but also one of the most engaging. Like I feel like I just can't relate to any of the issues presented in the show, but at the same time, they're so unique to this show in regards to like other high school media. 
I, huh. it's and it's really good and the um performance is fantastic and day is really good bunch of other actors i was not familiar with before watching and i'm like oh these very good is season two or three out yet or is that uh just two's come- coming okay two's there coming. was season one came out and then there were like two specials that came out yes like during it. the pandemic um but season two's coming out this next month which is kind of what drove me to start watching it but interesting yeah, I recommend it. As far it it feels, I I actually just thought of this earlier today. It's like thirteen reasons why if it was good. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, it has a very similar all. dark tone uh, to that, but it is not garbage. So. Great comparison to a thing I I never watched. Oh well, maybe but anyone out there else did. I bet our uh, our audience is core in the uh, the thirteen reasons why demographic. So yeah. well, speaking of HBO shows, I just started uh, Succession this morning. And oh, I'm most I, I, of the way through the first episode, <laughs> <laughs> and it was I'm, very good. I'm gonna start watching that soon. Yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, have you watched like all the way through the first season already?" No, nope. <laughs> most episode. of the first episode. <laughs> um, and then with video games, I played and beat and platinumed jack and daxter the first one it's very easy to do so i th- i feel like i spent maybe eight hours on it total but was it a good game yeah i liked it very solid game solid game from the ps2 era um and then i started one of the things i got for christmas and i started it and i'm actually really enjoying it is the guardians of the galaxy game I heard only good things about it yeah um it you got a physical the, disc yeah, I got the physical disc. And meaning you're um, going to lend me that sucker when you're done? Yeah, I can. Oh, yeah. Here we go. The, uh, <laughs> the gameplay is, like, really fun. I'm not super far in it, but the writing is is funnier. Like, the trailers, I remember when we saw the initial reveal trailer, we're like, this is not funny. <laughs> like, these jokes are really bad. But the writing is, is better than that trailer initially showed. Like, I, I think it, there are some pretty funny jokes in it. Um good representation of the characters without just being like the mcu characters like it's not just like they're trying to be an mcu game um yeah muppet solid. muppet muppet cinematic universe muppet yeah muppet yeah. cinematic universe i'm star lord yes <laughs> boom boom but uh yeah so I'm, I'm enjoying that so far we'll see how it goes from now on but what about you jimmy uh, so I mentioned Succession. I mentioned No Way Home, second viewing. Other things I've been doing. My sister is in town from Ohio, and we like to play video games together. So I bought that uh, a no, um, sorry, a way out game, oh. the couch co-op. Um, we beat it uh, over the course of a couple of days, and it was fun. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, it's got some good. It it's a little slow at the beginning, I would say, but um. It's got some like surprisingly decent set pieces in it, like hmm. near Naughty Dog level set pieces in it. And there's like a few of them. And I'm like, I am surprised at the quality of the level design and some of the creativity that's in this game. Interesting. Um, So that was fun. The ending is <laughs> interesting, I will say. It's like, oh, well, this just took a very bizarre turn that... I don't know, whatever, and it I'm goes on. I'm pretty sure I had spoiled for me how the game ends, but uh, and it just kind of 
keeps going and going and going and you're like oh okay that was an extra 40 minutes that i thought this game was gonna be um but definitely worth a play i would say if you have someone to play it with i I had a good time and it was like oh yeah that was it was good not too long six to eight hours i think is the the gameplay depending on how long you spend on the mini games uh that you can play within it um Otherwise, I played a little bit more Deathloop this morning, a couple hours of that, and it's fun. It was pretty linear at the beginning, but I think it's now opening up more, and okay. you kind of can choose. There's a, I think it's a good level of, you can now you're at the point where you can kind of choose where you want to go, but it's still more linear than I think they made it out to be when they first announced mm. it, which sure. personally I'm fine with because I think I would be overwhelmed if it was just completely <laughs> figure everything out on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm, it's not it, like Hitman. No, it's not like here you're in a world. Good luck. What <laughs> um, I mean, Hitman, I guess, has modes where it's like very much linear. Follow the progression of this idea and you can turn all of that off which is mm-hmm. what I like to do and just good luck. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think it's, it's good, good solid time so far. I'm enjoying it and getting the hang of it. And uh, I like exploring the different areas and yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've been doing. I don't think so. Holden. not that I can recall the most famous reindeer of all. <laughs> So I think that's it for me. Anything else, Holden? Are you ready to take us home? Uh, no, I think we're ready. Um, so next week we can do "Don't Look Up." Do we want to do another movie? I was gonna say have... I was gonna say "Don't Look Up" and, and "Licorice Pizza" would be a good duo to okay. do. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so we'll go see "Licorice Pizza" at some point this week. It is showing in Sioux Falls finally, so we'll catch that. Um, and book of boba fett episode one yeah so yeah three things the trifecta coming at the you trifecta next, next week um yeah so if you want to leave us a request you can do so by uh leaving us a five-star review on itunes or by uh sending us an email at tauntpodcast at gmail.com or by donating to our patreon um jimmy i think i think that's it great i cannot wait to edit this mess (laughs) (laughs) so thank you for stick sticking with us as we try to remember matrix matrix revel resurrections (laughs) see it's you're already forgetting it (laughs) it's what the machines wanted jimmy oh man um great uh adios pantalones love you